Hello, and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 89. Today, I have a compilation of spooky, witchy stories from my home state of Nebraska. This will be the first in um, a whole bunch of scary episodes, spooky, paranormal, paranormal episodes this month, because it is Halloween month, okay? So this is the first um of my recordings that come out in October. So I am so excited. Like, I swear, this is the best time of the year. I love it. It makes me energized. I'm excited. My husband less so because he doesn't like it when it gets colder, but meh, whatever. (laughs) He gets his summer and his 100 degree days and I get my fall crisp mornings and crisp crisp evenings. So, eh. Um, I have a couple announcements of which I will announce at the end of the episode. So yeah, that's a dirty trick to make you listen to the whole episode, but yeah, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Also, if you could please rate and review the podcast. If you're, if you're listening on a, on a platform where it allows you to rate and review, that would be great. Um, hit the subscribe button on whatever app you are listening to, to on. I would also appreciate that. Help the podcast get seen and as this is the only, this is my mainstream of, of revenue at this point or at this, this time in 2020. I really, really appreciate, um, the podcast getting seen. (laughs) I want to thank everybody. Thank you for all the coven members for helping support this podcast. Uh, I, I love you guys very, very much. Um, so, so much beyond your contributions. It's, uh, it's my safe haven and I love you guys. I also love each and every one of you listeners, everybody that contributes and listens. I I genuinely cannot express my thanks enough for you listening to me babble. <laughs> um, so I will, speaking of babble, I'm just going to get on with this. So my first story happens in Nebraska. Like I said, I suppose I just said that. <laughs> anyway, um, it is the Salt Witch of the Plains. So legend goes that um, there was a Native American uh, chief in Nebraska, and he was a, a moody mess. Basically, he was super angry all the time. Like, let's just start wars with everybody. He's really just a murdery, angry man. Um, his wife was the only person that could safely hang around with him. He, she could calm him down. She was his rock. Well, he, he, she died in a tragic, like, accident. Doesn't say how, but she, she passed away. And he was absolutely inconsolable, like, out of his mind with grief. There was talks in the village about replacing him with a more competent chief. And so he woke up one morning and got really, really pissed off about all the talk and his wife passing away. And the legend goes, he came out of his dwelling, like wearing this beautiful headdress and just basically walked out into the nowheres, like just out into the plains all by himself. And (laughs) he just went out there and there was different sources said different stuff, but the general idea is that he came back within like a month. And he came back a completely different person. He was, he could communicate with other people. He was no more of a, he wasn't a moody mess any, anymore. And so basically they're like, hey, uh, we like this new you, but what the hell happened out there? And this is the story that he told them. 
he said that he was wandering the Nebraska Plains. And I want you to imagine what the Nebraska Plains are. So I live in those plains, said plains. (laughs) They are like rolling hills of grass, large hills. So if you've ever been like to the foothills or like at the beginnings of mountain ranges, think kind of like that if you haven't been out here. Lots and lots of beautiful grassy hills. Um, There's meadows and flat places as well, but it's just lots and lots of grass and not a whole lot of trees. (laughs) It's, It's like you can stand on top of one hill and like see four freaking ever. Um, anyway, so he's walking out in the middle of the the plains of Nebraska and he sees two women beating the shit out of each other. So there was an older woman that had her hands around the younger woman, uh, her neck, and she was just trying to, you know, squeeze the life out of this younger woman. So this guy, this chief thinks to himself, one, what are these women women doing out in the middle of nowhere? Like, women generally never ventured too far away by themselves at all, if ever. And, you know, who the hell else besides him is, you know, wackadoo enough at the time to, like, run around the hills? There's something weird. Like, that's the train, but I heard a, a, a different horn a minute ago. Maybe I'm going crazy. Anyway, so he sees these two ladies beating the shit out of each other. And he, like, starts running towards them because uh, he's going to try to break it up because he notices the older woman looks like she's actually going to kill this younger woman. So he goes up there and he, you know, grabs, pulls back his tomahawk, his his axe, and he, you know, bashes this woman, the, the older woman, in the head to get her off of the younger woman. And when he looks down at the younger woman, it's his dead wife's face. What? Right. So he immediately went out to to went to grab for his wife or what looked like his wife. And the earth just opened up and swallowed both women, leaving behind only a pillar of salt in their place. Weird. Right. Um, So for generations afterwards, it was a kind of a thing for them to go to this giant pile of salt and smash the ground like hit it with clubs stomp their feet um and what it was what they were doing it was kind of like a ritual to keep this crazy older witch woman from uh returning to their village and attacking people so that's just i i read that i was like i didn't know about that i've been i've lived here for all my most of my my life and i had never heard of that so even there's, they say on a couple of these different websites that there are some local natives that still believe this tale and keep up the practice uh, so that they can keep this witch, witch woman away. Crazy, right? Um, I couldn't find exactly where this was at, but if I can find out where it's at, I will totally, I will mention that or post it in our groups. I just thought that was really neat. Um, the second one is about um, Lottie Edwards. So there was an actual witch or s- supposed witch in eastern Nebraska living um, through the late 1800s into the 20th century. Um, there's a lot of mystery and um, controversy on how this woman actually died, how she actually lived, and all these legends. So 
some of the legend is that she was a woman who fell in love with somebody else's husband and they had an affair and then this woman killed her and her husband and her own husband and uh that's how she died other stories is that she was murdered some say she got hit by a car she actually died in 1955 so there are some say that she practiced black magic in life and continues to do so from the other side spooky (laughs) like i wonder when i'm okay so i'm reading all of this stuff about her and i'm thinking to myself will people in this town like will i be a legend (laughs) like well will i be like a scary tale that people say and then go to the graveyard to like do spooky things at halloween (laughs) I, i was just wondering as i'm as i'm reading this so anyway There's one version of the legend where Lottie is a witch and she supposedly cursed grave robbers that came to steal her jewelry. So the legend goes there was um, some boys, some like say teenagers, and she was buried with some jewelry so they decided to rob her grave. So one night they went into the cemetery and dug her up and not being able to resist seeing what a dead person looks like, they opened up her casket. And to their surprise, she sat up and said all of them would die within a year. And then she laid back down lifeless. That would creep the shit out of me. Like, if that's what happened, like, I don't know. But, I mean, this is the, this is the lore, the legend of the lore. So, anyway, she cursed them. And a historian for the Dakota County Genealogical Society said that two of them actually did die within a year, both in car accidents near Homer, Nebraska. And she does not know what happened to the other boy. Um, She couldn't find any information. Wowza. Of course, Lottie's relatives deny all of this. They say it's a big giant hoax. There's none of it happened. Um, There's a lot of different stories about her. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of a a town legend. And it does bring people to the graves, the the grave of Lottie. Um, You can go to her grave. There's actually a Facebook Facebook page called Lottie's Grave. And they show a picture on their cover of the of the the cemetery and what it looks like. It looks like at night. That could be creepy as shit. <laughs> Where the story kind of goes shitty is that because of this legend, um, people go to this cemetery and there's been vandalism and people have really messed with the gravestone and the cemetery itself so if you're listening and you want to go see her please be respectable um and i think the cemetery does close at dusk so you can't get there in in there after after dark this is my cya um public service announcement that i did not encourage you to go vandalize said cemetery The next story is called uh, Seven Sisters. So so there's a road in Nebraska they call the Seven Sisters Road. And it's um, kind of by Nebraska City 
in Nebraska, of course. Anyway, so the story goes, um, I think it was like in the, I'm trying to look at it, in the early 1900s, there was a guy living with his parents and his seven sisters. And supposedly they had this giant, huge family fight. He was really pissed off. Um, he waited until his, his parents were leaving for some reason, going somewhere. So he waited in the woods for his parents to leave. And once they had left, he went inside and this is so sick. He found his sisters all by themselves and led them out one by one into the woods and hung them on separate trees. So he killed all seven sisters. Another version of this same legend is that there was a family this is the first one and it was a farmer and he suspected his wife of cheating on him and some say he got drunk and angry and in like a drunken rage one by one he dragged his daughters out of their house and strung them up um from the trees um each on their separate tree and hung them and that's fucking awful. <laughs> um, either way, it's a really um, scary thought. Um, so what do people experience on this road? So there are lots of accounts of your speedometer freezing, um, headlights will dim or completely shut off, and then once you're past the, a specific spot, they'll come back on. Um, your windows will roll up and down, cell phone will click like no service, which, okay, if you're from rural Nebraska or rural anywhere, you know that cell phone service just sucks. So that one I'm like, eh, debunked. <laughs> um, so some people hear bells or screams. There's a lot of accounts of red eyes along the sides of the roads and in the shadows. It's crazy the amount of accounts that I got to read. Um, so... There was one article that I was reading about this medium who had went out and um, she had been out there for the sole purpose of doing some kind of investigation. I can post the link to her article when in the show notes or something like that. Anyway, so basically this medium went out and she went to the spot where everybody supposedly gets all these um, creepy feelings and all this stuff happens. So she said that she came to this spot and here's where it doesn't really line up to some of the legend but she saw the bodies hanging from nooses from the trees their chests blow, blown open by gunshots Ew. so there were seven bodies and is what she was seeing you know in her mind's eye because she's a medium males and females she said mixed and there was a little boy he was a blonde and he was around seven years old and this little boy uh, kind of took to her and started noticing that she noticed him and went to her. The spirit kind of went to her and touched her arm. And she actually says that she saw white depressions in her skin from this little boy. So this little spirit wasn't talking to her or anything, but ha had motioned or, you know, for her to come to come with her, with him. So they um went to uh, a graveyard <laughs> this is so this. so this medium got drug by the hand 
<laughs> just kind of like a little boy would grab a hold of your hand or your shirt or something. And um, she took him to a graveyard with a gravestone without an inscription. And then he introduced himself as Matthew. Kind of interesting. So there was a second encounter. So she wanted to come back and document more of it and bring a paranormal, like some, some a crew basically, um, with uh, some recording stuff. So there was a property owner nearby that had um, led this woman through the trees to an open field. And the landowner had pointed to a tree with some with like a hunting stand and wanted to share a story with with her about this time when he went hunting he said that he was there with his bow and arrow and he watched uh, some kind of like creature um like somebody stalking him almost and it was foggy and through the fog all he could see was like glowing red eyes he said they shined like rubies um when he noticed this creature the creature took off um and headed out of view so as this person this landowner was telling the medium about this story the medium says she began to feel like hot moist breath on her neck um creepy she said she was terrified um, and that she knew at that moment that there was going to be some kind of encounter with this thing. And I just, okay, so first of all, right then and there, I'm like, if I would feel something demonic, I'd be like, okay, this isn't worth a fucking picture. I know ghosts are real. Bye. <laughs> I'd be getting the hell out of there. Um, yeah. So anyway, so she she did she was like fuck it i'm out and she says that she has never gone back like that was the end of it um so here's another one in november of 1968 some really weird reports happened so like every night for around seven to eight days a deputy responded to reports about a monster being in the hills um, and the story goes is at like 11 uh, in the evening, uh, a monster would like basically come alive. And it was about six feet tall. The monster was said to look kind of like a bear um, with maybe like a wolf face. Y yikes. Like, what? <laughs> a group of like kids were partying in the area and they said they saw like that glow. It's very consistent with the glowing red eyes of this legend. Um, and they were, they, they were partying and they looked off in the distance and saw the eyes and they were like, fuck this. And they got out and, or they got into their vehicles to take off. And this beast came charging at them, grabbed a hold of the bumper of their vehicle and stopped the car with such force that the back window shattered. Like, I can't, I, no. <laughs> According to the article, uh, one reported that a boy was grabbed by this monster and snatched up and thrown in a ditch. What? <laughs> um, what? <laughs> the fact that this story has lasted, like, quite a while. So, I don't know, how many years would that be? Like, half a century later-ish. 
um, this is this is a very um, persistent and um, ingrained legend within those this area of Nebraska. There's like account after account about this thing. Um, one of them was um, this woman um, Sturm, I think last name was Sturm. The Sturms, that's right. So the Sturms family owns the land that's alongside Seven Sisters Road. Um, it's like kind of off the beaten path, I guess. Um, and this woman, uh, 16-year-old Natalie Sturm, was reaccount, like telling things about this. And she said that, you know, her family doesn't like people on the property. There's people up there quite a bit. Um, but deep into the trees and hills alongside this muddy road is a graveyard atop the hill. Um, and this is the same graveyard that the medium saw the little boy. So the Sturms own all this. So she's telling um, her school because they're wanting to know this is the reason that she's talking about it is because um, her school is doing like, hey, anybody who has... Um, information about this we're doing a story so anyway so she said that plenty of people have gone there and it pisses her off when people say that it's not haunted because she said there are lots of things that have happened to her she said her and her friends have heard bells screams um and on halloween natalie's parents um were in the forest after dark they were um doing spooky shit right <laughs> they said there was like in like crazy like in unexplainable changing wind so like one second the wind would be blowing from the east and then switch and go from the west and i'm not talking like in 10 minutes like immediately they said they heard um all kinds of screams saw weird shadows um but they're like, ah, we're doing this. It's Halloween. We're going to hang out out here. Um, but that night in particular, they said, fuck this. We're out because they heard a blood curdling scream. Like a woman was screaming. And so her parents don't go out there anymore. And then another um, person said that uh, a truck stalled out in front of the property refusing to go forward even with a jump um, but in the morning it fired right up um, and that is like one of the uh, most common things that happen is that you'll go to this road and then when you get past a certain point or to a certain point your car will just stop and then when when dawn hits it'll start again yeah it just no <laughs> yikes um i just just no i i don't know if i would want to go out there um i've been around plenty of ghosts and stuff but that just seems like borrowing like ghosts are one thing but bare bodied wolf headed things with red eyes mm, no <laughs> just just no so anyway there is lots and lots of different accounts, but those are the most, um, the, the worst of the worst. Um, this particular story has a little bit of stuff that they can actually verify. So because it happened, happened back then, it's hard to verify all these little details, but there might be a story to explain, um, 
the legend and at least all of the paranormal activity that's happened there. So in the late 1800s, this town <laughs> in Nebraska had um, more lynchings uh than any other rural town in Nebraska at the time. And um, so it was like a really big time for people like mask vigilantes and things like that, just taking justice into their own hands. Five men were hanged between 1866 and 1887. And one of those lives lost was a homesteader that did not live too far from this road. His name was Lee Schellenberger. And what happened was that he was accused of uh, slicing, this is so sick, he was accused of basically slitting his 11-year-old daughter Maggie's throat. Uh, so he was sitting in the jail awaiting trial and a big mob ha is said to have stormed the jail and basically, um, you know, overpowered all the guards, carved through the floor above his cell and pulled him out and tied a rope around his neck. <laughs> This is where it gets kind of like creepy is that Schellenberg's final words were, I'll haunt you, you sons of bitches, if I can, which sounds totally Nebraskan. Um, so this could be the real reason there is uh, paranormal activity there. Who knows? I, it's creepy. Like to imagine a beast that haunts the area to me points to something else. But, um, you know, when the, when the, when the land is traumatized by that kind of violence, no matter if it's this story, if, if it's a hanging of the sisters, whatever it is, it traumatizes the land and creates sometimes its own um, energy. And I think that's where these things come from when it is truly a haunted um, and highly paranormal area. So I just took a break and Brad had called and he was like, what are you doing? And I told him I'm telling the <laughs> Seven Sisters story. And he was like, oh my gosh, we should totally go down there. <laughs> I'm like, uh, if another medium has, you know, opted out from, from going down there ever, ever again, I think maybe we should just say fuck it and not go out there because, yeah, let's not borrow trouble. <laughs> so I decided maybe no. But anyway, those are the three stories that I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed them. I hope it kicks off spooky season. Um, tell me what you're watching. Um, I love scary movies. I love to have the shit scared out of me to the point where I'm like, you know, afraid to go to the bathroom by myself. So um, if you have any scary movie suggestions, please post them. Um, you can do that in the Witchy Woman Friends group on Facebook. It's a free private group. It's a closed group so that if you are not out of the broom closet yet, you can join the group, interact with everybody, and you won't have anybody outside your friend circle or outside uh, outside the group. Outside the group, not the friends girl. But anyway, outside the group <laughs> going to see anything you post. So it's safe. We also have the WW Coven, which is the group for the Patreon um, subscribers. Um, if you want to be a, a member of our coven, go to witchywomanpodcast.com and click on join the coven. Okay, here are the announcements that I have for you guys. <laughs> so there have been some changes to the sponsorships. We have one last sponsor and we are changing how we're delivering the quarterly gifts. So due to COVID 
and shipping and it's been a goddamn nightmare for everybody involved, <laughs> you guys and us. So we are switching to non-tangible benefits. So what I mean by that is um, instead of like tangible gifts that will be shipped to you because we're having problems with people getting their stuff because of the USPS system and overseas, like getting anything across the pond has been a nightmare. So what we decided is that instead I created a private group just for the Citrine tier members. In this group on, on Facebook um, is where Brandy Burrow and Shelly Leggett will do some private classes. And I think what we're going to do this month is that Shelly is going to teach you about herbal magic. She is an herbal master, I swear. And she's amazing at that kind of stuff. She makes her own oils and is a um, certified aromatherapist. And then Brandy is going to do a whole class on astrology and the basics, you know, um, what is your rising, you know, rising moon? How do you read your birth chart? Um, what all the houses mean? That sort of stuff. Um, each uh, will be like a live video in that group that will be rewatchable. Um, and it'll be about an hour long. And they're going to do that for their gift this quarter. I'm doing 15 minute readings for everybody in the Citrine group every month. And I'm doing a 30 minute reading quarterly for everyone in the Citrine group. So you're getting a lot of great knowledge. You'll be able to, you'll be able to ask them questions. You'll be able to take notes, rewatch the videos as many times as you want. And we'll keep all of that in that private Citrine um, Facebook group for you guys. So that was the big stuff that I had going on. If anybody is upset or does not like this new change, please get a hold of me and I can get you a refund for um, and get and, and figure out how to make it right for you. Um, it's just this was what we decided what was best for everybody because it was just becoming really hard to get uh, a package coordinated with everybody and out. And I had a hell of a time. Me having being sick so long just really screwed up a lot of things for for everybody <laughs> I'm sorry um but anyway I think I'm pretty excited about it because this gives you the opportunity to learn from two amazing souls who have so much knowledge and um really do well as far as how they teach and connect to you guys so I'm pretty excited for those classes because you, you better believe it I'm gonna sit in on those classes I cannot freaking wait so anyway if you wanted to uh check out their sites please go to witchy woman podcast slash um sponsors go to the sponsor page and you can click on their links see what they have to offer both of them are amazing intuitive people offering a wide variety of services from um psychic medium readings tarot readings astrology readings so um they've got a little bit of everything for you oh my god y'all <clears throat> I had to like stop recording because <laughs> I had eaten a donut like I paused the recording to like shove a donut down my hatch and then said donut lodged in like the wrong hole so basically I almost died by donut <coughs> good god it's probably a sign that um my I should not be eating donuts I truly shouldn't because it's not good for me also um I, I claim to be trying to like get healthy, <laughs> but damn it, a donut sounded good and I'm PMSing, so I'm having a freaking donut. Um, I wanted to remind you guys that I do have some new YouTube videos out. I have added some um, meditations. I'm calling them my medical 
medical, Jesus, Danae, magical <laughs> meditations series. And the first two that I have released to you are a how to call the directions, uh, basically opening a circle and then releasing the directions and closing your circle. And both of them are meditations that you can listen to while you're doing these things. I walk you through it. Um, you can either um, say them with me or not, whatever. But I thought it'd be kind of cool. I was thinking of the things that I wished I had <laughs> and those were some of the things on my list. I've got more coming. Um, I released them first to uh, our coven um, so they get early access for all of my magical meditations. So if you have any ideas or requests as far as um, like magical witchy meditations that you would like to hear or have me create, please email me at witchywoman at witchywomanpodcast at gmail.com, PM me, DM me, whatever's. Um, uh, check me out on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and don't forget to like our Facebook page. All of that stuff helps me and I appreciate it. Okay, I am going to sh shove second donut down the hatch <laughs> and then go outside and enjoy the afternoon. I hope you guys enjoyed this spooky episode. I have some more lined up, more amazing, ugh. I love spooky season. Sorry, it's just super exciting. I have more spooky stuff lined up for you for the rest of the month. I hope that you are enjoying uh, spooky month as well. Um, that's all I got. So I guess as always, stay witchy. Bye-bye.